You got to get serious and get into this battle. And what we're watching happening in the governments and the earth and everything is the type and shadow of what's going to happen in the kingdom. Don't mess with us. Don't mess with our kids no more. We're not playing this game. There's so much destruction that's going on with these people. We really need to stand up. See, the Lord has given us the authority to break the yokes. And it's time that the church gets out of the four walls and gets in the streets and starts talking Jesus. Jesus, Amen. Blessings and welcome to all of our listeners out there at The Voice of Healing. Just want to thank you for tuning in and whether you're listening to us on radio, television, or streaming us, uh, we just want to say hello. And we're here right now in Southern California, San Marcos, which is a little north of San Diego at the uh, Reawakening Conference. And you can see from the first time we started doing this, there's been a shift from what I what I could see as anxiety to now people are are in the fight and people are taking up uh, you know positions and people are getting to realize what's really happening and more and more information is coming out i it's crazy because you know there's so much uh, there's a blackout in the media that they're not letting information out and here sometimes this is the only place to get that information and and people are waking up to what's really happening getting that information out um getting into their political uh, com- uh, scenes, getting into the school boards. This is what we need to do. It's the, if if you keep sitting around, you're going to lose something. You really need to just get into the fight. And there's so many testimonies. Um, I was shocked to hear uh, little uh, Sean uh, Fredrickson. And he's not little. He's 33 years old, but he's little. I thought he was an 18-year-old kid. And what he was saying was happening in the political scene in San Diego. I was just a memorizer. Well, I was shocked to see what was going on in San Diego, how Republicans changed the whole political atmosphere where where they were just being mocked and everything to now these people had to listen because of what was going on. But I'm here right now with uh, Bishop Leon Benjamin, and, and Leon and I are buddies, right? And been talking about different things, things that are going on. And one of the things that uh, I appreciate about this man of God is, is that he loves Jesus. And he, and he really understands the anointing of God. And you would think that every pastor was that way, but it just isn't. So, uh, man of God, I'm glad to have you on the show again. And it's good to see you. Good Bless to you. to to just you know just sit down and break some bread with you here on the, on the program. How, how are things going? I, I know um, you're running for office now. and Running and, for Congress, yes. Yep. yes. And, and wh- how is that going? It's going great. As a matter of fact, the momentum Amen. It's, is picking up in, in a way that, mm. you know, the just shall live by faith, right? So, <laughs> you know, you're, you're expecting things to happen, Amen. to turn around, and then it happens. Amen. It's happening. Oh, amen. So I, you know, I give God all the glory. You know, our team uh, that we have, uh, bringing, you know, bringing everybody together. Yeah. You, you know what I mean. Getting sure. everybody on the same page. Amen. And now focusing on what needs to be done. I'm in the middle of a primary, and amen. so we have two things now: signatures and raising money. Amen. <laughs> right. So we would get getting everybody together. Yeah. And what's happening now is, you know, people are starting to realize this. 
this has to be do you know we got to do this thing that's right or don't do it at all exactly do it or don't do it at all don't play with us yeah <laughs> get know, on the, board or get uh, jump yeah. off the off the ship right? yeah <laughs> yeah and 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 that's a good thing yeah. That's a good thing when you know you have a purpose. Amen. You know, if, if I, I ran in 2020, mm-hmm. learning the ropes, so I'm not green in this thing, right? Yeah. And so being able to not come across, you know, not as a dictator, you know, <laughs> authoritarian, you know, sure. it's it's really realizing the the necessity of of being straight to the point. Amen. And uh, allowing people to use their skills and their talents, their Amen. gifts and abilities, and what they say. They yeah. are, come on are called to do, yep. and I'm thinking, man, this is like pastoring. <laughs> you know, so I'm running a campaign, yeah. but I'm really also allowing individuals to to say, okay, this is what I do. Amen. You know, now I, I want to ask you this. I, I obviously you were a pastor, and now God's moved you into this political arena, which is, you know. We talk about spiritual warfare and how bad spiritual warfare can be, but honestly, the warfare I see in the political side is just, it's its ugly, it's bad. Uh, people will lie about you, cheat on you, just do all kinds of things that try to make you look bad, makes uh, something out of nothing, right? How are you, how has this transition been for you personally? Be, uh, well, you, you see, I'm married, right? Yeah. 30 years. Amen. So so be, be, being able to grow uh, and learn our relationships is it's a good thing that <laughs> I've been trained <laughs> at home. Amen. <laughs> well, Maria, she so, can't be that hard. Uh, no, no well, it's a good thing because <laughs> when you know what you want, you got to want what you have. Amen. And uh, my wife is a very important part. Amen. Of what's going on right now in my life, and yeah. because of the agreement, because of the cohesiveness, because mm-hmm. of you know uh, preferring one over the other, Amen. you know all those things, the two shall become one flesh, oh, and yeah. and you know and and being able to understand, okay, her needs, she understanding my needs, and then um, making mm-hmm. that uh, a focus sure. to be streamlined to help and serve others. Yeah, and so. We're just transferring that energy, right? Yeah. Into the what what God is calling us to do into Amen. politics. Amen. And so I'm a pastor, but I haven't left, you know, yep. the church. I got the pulpit in my heart. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> okay. Now you're just trying to convert a different crowd, right? Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's, it's a different uh, level of servitude. Amen. And and being able to, you made me think about how God in the old. Mm. Uh, Testament called the prophets to speak to the kings. Amen. You know, uh, back then, you know, he he didn't call the pastor to speak to the kings. Yeah. He didn't call the evangelists. You know, he he didn't. You know, he he, he, actually in the in the Bible, they're not political offices. Yeah. It is the apostle and the prophet that were the political offices that addressed the governments. Yeah. From the Old Testament, even in the New Testament, I mean, John the Baptist got his head cut off because he was. You know, telling the king you, you, you're living unrighteously. That's right. Yeah. And so being being able to now understand that you're talking to a person who's been wearing a coat of power. Yeah. And so God is the power. Amen. Uh, David said twice, what power belongs to God. Amen. So here you now are addressing people 
who have been wearing the coat or the anointing of power. Could you yeah. imagine Saul thinking it was right to throw mm. a spear at David? Exactly. He said, I'm wearing the coat. Yeah. I have the power, so it must be right, right? Sure. And so he now is trying to destroy someone that's in his, in, in his administration, so to it, speak. <laughs> you know what, the whole story about Saul and David. Now, David was anointed of God, and so was Saul anointed of God. Yeah. And one of the things the Lord showed me a while back David respected Saul's anointing, even though Saul was yeah. falling away from God. Even the Bible says God hated Saul. Yeah. But Saul did not respect the anointing on David because he, yeah. he didn't consider him at all as anything that God would use because, you know, of his humility. Yeah. And and here we have, you know, that a lot of the same things happening. The 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 run. There's so many things going on right now. People are waking up to what's going on with the COVID stuff, right? Right. The truth is coming out. The truth is coming out. Um, There's so many things right now that the socialism, the communism that's happening within the media, there's so many topics that we could talk about right now. As you're going into this race, as you're getting ready to, to go do this battle, what do you see as prevalent? Because we're, we're not only talking about just basic needs uh, of what people need in, in, in the districts. Do you see, you know, in, in your run for the government, do you see people calling out and saying, hey, we see what's going on. We see this. We see that. How are you going to address this? How how are we going to? I, I am shocked that the government and our political leaders and the Republican Party have not dealt at all with what's going on in the media and the censorships and all these things. It's and it's like, are you kidding me? How can right. you let this get by? Right. I think it's been a preparation of understanding uh, kingdom. Yeah. And so the seven mountains mm. for me are coming more and more. Now I've been delving into the seven mountain. Uh, understanding Seven Mountain Prophecy. I, I just saw Lance Walno. He's here mm-hmm. um, at the Reawaken Tour. Um, and, of course, you know, others who have spoken mm. about it, on it, prof- prophesied. <laughs> you know, what does that mean in the last days? Exactly. Because there's a lot of teachings out there that says the church should stay in this little corner no. and let everybody else run the world. Yeah. They, they, I mean, I've met pastors like that. I've, I've met men and women of God yeah. Who say, wait, wait a minute, why? What are you doing? Getting out of the pulpit, yeah, and uh, getting into the public square, you know, mm-hmm. um, and and thinking that they, they don't know the Bible, yeah, they they don't know the Bible. Well, well, actually, when we start studying, when you when you're looking into the first couple hundred years of the church, and they talk about our time, which they talk about, they even give us a, give us dates, right, about the six thousand years and where we're at right now, but yeah. they are clear. That the, the church would not leave or go out whining, not defeated, but the church would be raised up. There would be a remnant that would come forward and literally take dominion in the earth. Yeah. That they, the glo- literally, that they would walk on this earth in the glory of God. Hallelujah. Yeah. There's a reign. And, and I believe that there are men that the Lord is choosing out right now out of different denominations that have a dominion or a governmental dominion, you know, Jesus, why are you why are you uh, teaching the people in parables? Jesus said, because the mysteries of the kingdom, the mysteries are in the parables. Meaning, if you're going to understand the kingdom, you got to understand the mysteries of the parables, right? 
But what is the kingdom? The kingdom is government. And it's just not, we can't be saying, oh, we're part of the kingdom and we can't cast out demons and we can't do this. And we have to realize the other side of this battle is evil. They are doing things on that side, which is part of the dark side. And we need to realize this is not the first time it's happened. It happened with Hitler. It happened with Marxism, Karl Marx. This stuff goes be they hate God. They want God out of our schools. They want God out of our politics. They want God out. I seen the Democratic Convention. They said we're gonna stop the prayer. They all st- stood up and started cheering. Yeah. These people hate God, but why if they hate God so much, why are they doing this stuff on the dark side? We need to realize where they're coming from. And our battle is just not a physical battle at this point. It is a spiritual battle. Yeah, the the whole thing, and that's um, why I believe the Lord's pulling pastors like you and Mark yeah, into this. It's like dome. The word dome, mm. king dome, the d- domain. You know, uh, dominion, the, the, dominion. Yeah. Um, the word in the uh, Hebrew, mamleka, um, d- dealing with the fact, you know, that this is about the order of Melchizedek. This, Amen. This is an order of the high priesthood. Amen being displayed through the revelation of Jesus Christ. Amen. And what kings and priests do now, okay? Well, well, kings. (laughs) Yeah. Kings are government, right? Kings. Amen. Uh, we, we, We are a kingdom of priests. We are kings and priests. Amen. And what we do now um, in cleansing the earth. See, uh, priests in the Old Testament were even used uh, in situations where, let's say, the home was uh, attacked with leprosy mm. or the home was attacked with a certain type of dis- disease, yeah. the priests were sent in yeah. Amen. To, 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 to do uh, certain types of quarantine, certain mm-hmm. type of cleansings. And, and then it would say, if okay, after a certain amount of days, if you see this happen, this is what you do. Yeah. If you see this happen, this is what you do. And what we have in office right now are, are uh, priests mm-hmm. that are so dirty. Yeah. Ooh. Remember when Hezekiah took over his reign? Yeah. The, the, the priests were so dirty, the Levites, their brethren, had to step in <laughs> to cleanse the temple, uh, to, to bring out all of the dirt that was yeah. in the temple. The priests were not cut. That means that when you have a dirty person in office, they don't clean the office. Yeah. They make the office worse. Yeah. So God is sending in, come on somebody, That's consecrated right. oh, kings yeah. and priests to Amen. clean some stuff out. Get some get to rid cleanse, of some things. To cleanse the land. The Amen. earth is what? Groaning. Yeah. Moaning. For the sons of God. Hallelujah, it's, it's, brother. It's like our feet really mean something Amen. now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sweet feet. <laughs> our precious well, are the feet well, of them that bring glad tidings. Hallelujah. I'm 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 there with you, man of God. You know when the, when that when your house had a disease in it. Yeah. Or, or the priest would come in once a year yeah. during the Feast of Unleavened Bread, right? Yeah. If they found leaven in your house, they would tear it down. They'd burn it down and then tear it down, right? But I remember Jesus saying, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. Ah. What was the leaven of the Pharisees? It was their teaching. Yeah. And so in the Old Testament, we learn a, learn a lesson. If God comes, if Jesus comes and he finds leaven in our house, in us, He's going to burn it down. 
He's not going to let it stand. And see, we as priests, that's our job too. Burn it down. Bring the word of God into it. Bring the cleansing power of God, the fire of God into that house to either get get rid of it one way or get rid of it another way. And I believe we're in that season where the Lord's bringing the fire into God's house. Amen. Because why? Our God is an all-consuming fire. So we realize there is two fires. There's a fire that consumes us and there's a fire that destroys us, brother. But that fire that destroys us is because of the, the leaven that's in our life. And we got too many Miss, we got too many people in the church that are bringing too many lev- too much leaven in, and the Lord's trying to warn this country right now. If you want to repent, you got to get the leaven out of your house first. Amen. And, and only the priests um, in, in the old covenant had the discernment yeah. of how long it would take to be clean. Exactly. I mean, you know, mm. you're like, get me. You know, Miriam had to wait seven days yeah. outside the camp yeah. before that leprosy lifted. Amen. Seven day, and they couldn't go nowhere until until she got cleansed. That's right. And we got a nation that wants to proceed forth. Yep. In just having government as usual. Yep. When we have dirt in the house. Amen. We have things going on in this nation that we've allowed uh, to continue, to, you know, to, to just sure. be prolonged that yeah. we could have stopped long ago. Illegal immigration. We could have stopped that a long time ago. Exactly. Uh, uh, people crossing over the border with drugs. Exactly. We could have stopped that a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, oh, come on. Uh, yeah. Ballots yeah. that are yeah. fraudulent. Exactly. We could have stopped that. I mean, it's a lot of things that if we had the right priest in the house. You, you know, what, what's going on with our government, you know, just turning a blind eye and say, okay, we're going to do business with, business with China that we know is selling human body parts. This, that's open. That's not even hidden anymore. They're human trafficking. They're just basically doing, I mean, you know, it's known within the United Nations. They'll pull you right off the street because they have your blood types and everything. Cut your arm out, uh, cut your heart out, cut a liver out, sell it to somebody because you're worth more to them for your body part than you are as a human being. And yet we want to do business with these people and they have no human rights and what are we becoming like that also where we're opening the doors to all this stuff coming out of the borders i was talking to a, a couple of navy seals you know mm-hmm. um one of them goes to our church he said you know what we could cl- we could stop the drug trade we could stop in a it. month we could stop it. if we went if we really wanted to deal with it, it it would be over with and yet oh it's too big it's this and that uh uh there is there's things going on that that really is way beyond um, a coincidence at this point. Uh, we got to realize that Leon, I I believe it's this is a battle for for our country, for our people, and for human rights around the world. It's it's uh, uh, how, again. How, how can we stand up in our country and talk about Black Lives Matter? Talk about all human rights. And human rights this and human rights that. And then all of a sudden, we, we're letting these countries destroy their populations. It's right. hypocrisy. Right. It's, it's, it's a hypocrite. You said it. Amen. It, is, it is hypocrisy at, at, at the 10th degree. And what God, what God said was uh, to be able for a nation to be raised up, mm-hmm. they have to put away their idols. Exactly. And so here you have politicians, okay? You have people who are supposed to be put in place to secure and to protect the people and the well-being and the welfare of the people. Amen. And they have idols. 
Yeah. They, they, they are giving themselves over to idolatry. Yes. Uh, idolatry is not only in the Old Testament, it's in the New Testament. In, in the book of Galatians, it's talking about these that do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Exactly. And they're thinking the kingdom of God is when I die. Amen. Jesus said, amen, the kingdom of God has arrived. Hallelujah. And I think he was walking, living, breathing, and moving when he said it. <laughs> Amen. He wasn't talking about when I die. Yeah. He says it's here right now. Yeah. And so the he, kingdom is amongst you. It's amongst you. Uh, yeah. It comes out with observation. It's within you. Yeah, so he you have a wicked politician in place who doesn't know the real authority of the believer. Amen. And you're trying to remove idols. I, I looked at the Old Testament. All of the kings, some of the kings struggled. Yeah. Now, thank God for Hezekiah and Josiah. Some that were able to go in. And say, pull that high place down. Amen. And they pulled it down, and all of a sudden the land started to experience, come on, yeah. uh, increase in crops, Amen. increase in harvest, because they wow. pulled down the high place. Exactly. And uh, the White House, obviously, is a high place. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, I, right now, I don't think there's too many brains in the White House right now. I mean, it's, it's, it's honestly. I don't think there's enough brain power between Kamala, uh, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden to, to light a nightlight. I mean, the, what I'm seeing happening, I'm just shocked. And, and I'll never forget, I was in, it, I was in um, um, Israel several uh -huh. years back. So much is lost in translation within God's word. It's surprising how much is misunderstood, even simple word definitions. In his book, Access Behind the Veil, Apostle Michael Petro explains that beyond the veil lies the original intention of God's plan to restore creation through his people. When the Lord gives us access behind the veil, we begin to understand the mysteries of the kingdom and our calling as a royal priesthood. Apostle Michael Petro writes about deciphering the Torah from the Hebrew language and recognizing God's language of mysteries, secrets, and parables within the scripture. It's time to step behind the veil and see the coming glory. Access Behind the Veil, The Coming Glory by Apostle Michael Petro. Available now on our website, voh.church. And we did a huge, huge uh, convention over there. There was political leaders and, and ambassadors from all over Europe. Uh, I just happened to be staying at a house that was only uh, like two or three houses down from Netanyahu's house. But in the house I was staying in that they had put me in was a bunch of political leaders, ambassadors. And I was, I just happened to, to buddy up with a, a guy that was an ambassador to the United States from Poland. A big guy, you know, he was a big rugby player, so I wanted to agitate him because I used to play sports, right? <laughs> and so, but he, he liked me, he invited me to come preach in Poland. He goes, I'll set it up where the whole government comes out, right? But anyway, I was talking to him and I asked him a very simple question. I said, what do you think about Barack Obama? And he said this, he said, if the, if the president of the United States is weak, the world is in danger because these other people will take advantage of that weakness. And he said something to me, on, and I haven't forgot it to this day. He said, the Russians want to go into Crimea and take it. And because Obama is weak, it's going to happen until we get a president in the United States that will stop, that they'll be afraid of, right? And it wasn't too long after that that Crimea was taken by the Russians. That's right. That's but he right. told me the whole reason why. We had a weak president, right? 
And the reason we're seeing Ukraine, the reason why, I mean, the, the, the Chinese are moving off the coast of Taiwan right now. These things are happening because we got paper tigers in the White House. Yes. They can abuse their own people. This this whole thing on gasoline has nothing to do with the, uh, the Russians or anybody else. Well, under Trump, I can't believe we were self-sustaining in our oils and our gasolines and everything, and we were exporting at that point. Yes. And and what was gasoline? A buck fifty uh, per gallon, yeah. right? So you can't tell me this has anything to do with the Russians. You, what you got to do is get back to what Trump was doing, and you're going to kill this. But even Trump said it. That's Under right. Biden, we would have gasoline at six to eight dollars a gallon, and here we are. Yeah. Either the man's a prophet, or he's <laughs> he's smart enough to know. These guys are full of baloney. He understood principle. Mm. You know, principle over personality. Exactly. And, and, and what the Democrat Party loves to display is personality, yeah. but without principle. Um, yeah. and, and that's the leaven of the Pharisees. Sure. Jesus said, he, he said, look, do what they say, but yeah. don't do what they do. This is true. Uh, the, 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 the pure hypocrisy of saying, you know, I mean, I heard the State of the Union address mm. saying that they're going to put a no-fly zone over Ukraine, knowing good and well, at the end of the day, yeah. they was not going to send troops or anything over there uh, to, to help them. It, it sounded mm. good. Saying that we're going to mm. uh, create made-in-America products, yeah. and you're still buying, sure. come on, from China, okay? What's scary about when you say something like that in a no-fly zone and you don't do nothing, that just emboldens Putin oh my and God. these guys to do it, even more. It, it, it's, it's, the, it's the total hypocrisy and the leaven yeah. that is in the United States of America right now. And if, 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 if we don't get these guys out, it says a little leaven Amen. leavens the whole lump. I, I, oh. I got to ask you this, brother, because I know we're, we're getting into the word. I know. The, your district, um, what, your, what district you're, you're running? I'm running in, in the 4th Congressional the District. 4th Congressional District. Um, I'm hearing it from everybody. We're going we're gonna to win. We're going to do this. We're going to destroy them, right, if they don't cheat. And I know you are, you are up on a political integrity. I know that... You, you want to, I, I, I mean, uh, I'm hearing that they're, they're creating uh, um, uh, things right now where, uh, for political integrity. What, what, is, what do you feel needs to be done? The, the, main, the main thing is get involved. Everybody Amen. needs to get involved. We had 98% participation in nice. 2021. Yes. From 2016, 28 yeah. participation to 2021 to 98% participation, people, poll workers, poll watchers, nice. canvassers, I mean, going to the registrars, asking, hey, are these voter rolls yeah. uh, available? So, uh, uh, you know, uh, does this person live here or have they moved? Yeah. You know, they're supposed to answer those questions. If they can't answer those questions, then, uh, you know, we're, we're supposed to be able to uh, get those, you know, uh, do a FOIA, you know, yeah. uh, get 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 those, get that information. Yeah. And if they don't want to give up the information, we even had lawyers. Nice in place to say, no, we're going to sue you until your eyes bleed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, th th this is the action that has to take, as General Flynn said. Yeah. Local action, national impact. Yeah. And that's what happened in 2021. So 2022 has to be the same pattern. Yeah. We can't let up now. The pressure is on. Yeah, we had The whole thing about 2021, between 2021 and 2020, is mm. that there were eyeballs yeah. on the whole process. 
We, we have right exactly. The, I mean, when they closed those poles and they kicked everybody out and they stayed in there. And oh my God! I, I can't even believe that, that we're my, still. My race could have been called. My race could have been called in 2020 at eight o'clock. That's how yeah. bad I was beating the person, mm. and they held out, held out. Uh, 11 p.m., 12. What are, you, what are you holding out for? Exactly. They, they called some of the other senatorial races, and it, it wasn't even finished. I, I called it early. What are you calling yeah. it early for? The guys, that's, wait wait a minute. Well, according to political in, uh, uh, voter integrity, there has to be two people there to count that vote. Yeah. And once you move one of those people out and say, no, we're going to count no without more. you. Yeah, that's right. That's when it stops right there. They that's, were sending people home in the middle of the night saying, we'll go ahead and finish yeah. this up. We got broken pipe, pipes here and uh, you can't stay. Uh, just hypocrisy. Terrible, terrible. Levin. Yeah. <laughs> people need to be educated like you're saying. We need to write the playbook on this because. We created a manual, as a matter of fact. Amen. In Virginia. We amen. have a, a voter integrity manual. Yes. Um, because of all the things that we went through. Um, there, there's one that we created to, to show people what you need to look for sure. and how to put together poll workers, poll watchers, canvassers, and so forth. So if you if say we have politicians in one of the other states say uh, that they want that manual, can we can you get that to them? Yeah, absolutely. Ab absolutely. You know, um, we one of the experts that we had on our team did elections overseas in India in third world countries and he and he looked at our election process and yeah. said third world countries are better fortified wow. in elections than the United States of America so that's a that's a whole lot to say. Yeah, that's an indictment. Yeah. The, you know, the, the, the Indian, you know, India, they yeah. have the ink on their on their finger. So that wow. means hey, you can't come in here and vote again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't come in here. <laughs> that what we gotta do is put ink on people's fingers, right? One one vote. You know, you got the let me see your fingers. Let me see your finger. <laughs> That's like I mean it's that simple. It's that simple. Yeah, here, come here. Come here. Yeah. Here's here's your ballot. Here's who you got. Let me put the ink on your finger. You yeah. vote. Talk about I don't. It. I don't want to see your finger again. Hey, yeah, it gets come, cut off. Come in at eight. eight <laughs> come in at eight a.m. and yeah. then at three p.m. the same guy comes in and all five fingers got ink on it. Wait a minute. You're only supposed to have one finger with ink. <laughs> you only get to vote one time. So, Leon, how how if people want to help get involved with with your election, how do they need to contact you? They they can go to my website. Okay. Benjamin the number four Congress .com. That's Amen. the easiest way. Benjamin the number four congress.com and they can get in touch with us so they get in touch with you financially they can help or even if they don't have the right. finances they can be boots on the ground yes helping the door to door get things done so there's no excuse yes if we want to hold our country I'm going to ask you this do you believe personally that this next election will determine whether we stay a free country or not well, you know, they, they always used to say, right, this is the most important election of our day. They said that yeah. in 2020. But I really believe if we're going to put our foot down as Americans, Amen. as patriots, this is the one to put it down. We can't yeah. wait till 2024. We may not even have a nation um, to, yeah. to, to get. This is the ideology, right? To yeah. get a uh, conservative uh, majority Amen. in the House right now is pertinent to be Amen. able uh, and, and work with the Freedom Caucus and work with those that know that you can't be p passing this crazy stuff uh, mm. and spending all this money. We already, come on, over the hill right now, 40 years. Yeah. Uh, we haven't had this much inflation. 
I mean, um, it's, it's about to pop. Yeah. Something's about to happen. And if we don't get control of the levers of government yep. uh, in 2022, uh, I think the way that the motivation of the Democrats is, is destroy it all so no one can have anything. Bur burn it down. Yeah. I think they're afraid. They're afraid of the people right now because so many people are rising up. I, you can see that. Yeah. And I and I think these guys would rather burn down the ship than, yeah. than keep it the way it is. But I know that if we are able to turn it around, there's going to be a move of God in our country and around the world that it, I believe is going to change everything. Yeah, it's going to be a supernatural intervention. I mean, yeah. we cannot eliminate the fact that God, yeah. come on, is still involved in Amen. the affairs of men. I, I got to ask you one more question. And I'm going to really put you on the hot seat here. Oh, I'm, I'm already in uh, enough trouble uh, already. <laughs> I'm gonna, you don't have to answer, but you can answer if you feel pertinent. Do you, as a minister and a politician, right, do you believe you can vote the Democratic Party and be a Christian? That is a plain, absolutely not. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I, I, I switched out of the Democratic Party because of that. Here I am Amen. pastoring, preaching, talking about come to Jesus, yep. you know, and, and as a Democrat. And when I switched over, I lost a lot of Democrat friends, of course, because sure. they're trying to figure out, what are you doing? I said, yeah. look, the values don't add up. Bingo. They don't add up. And it's not it, the same values. It, it's, it's, not, it's, it's the platform. I'm yes. sure there's some nice, nice uh, people who are in the Democrat Party, and, sure. and, and, and they're beautiful, wonderful. Yeah. But when you come to doing your civic responsibilities, how can you vote mm. for killing babies? Yeah. How can you vote for destroying marriages? Yes. Marriages between one man and one woman. How, how can you let boys run in <sighs> girls' sports? Mm. There's a there's a confusion there, right? Exactly. And, 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 and Some there's a lot it, of confusion. It, 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 we 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 just you know if I was like grandma, you yeah. know what grandma would do hit you mm. upside the head and say pull your pants up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> just hit you upside your head. Get in here, stop acting. What, what are you thinking about? <laughs> what are you think? You know, grandma would just hit you upside your head. Yeah. I used to you know go in the house and duck, you know, because my mom would just say get in this house, but you know a hand was coming. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> we need to bring grandma back. <laughs> yeah, we, we need a few grandmothers back. I think it, would, it might straighten out our country, right? Yeah. It, it you know, I look at the at the at the agendas, and, and definitely there is no doubt that the Democratic Party hates God. They want God out of everything. They want God's name off of everything. And how could you support something that hates God so much and wants the name of Jesus out? Wants the name of God out, right? But amen. Uh, you didn't duck that question at all. I'm, I mean, you look like you enjoyed answering that I mean, question. <laughs> man, let me tell you something. Right now, where we are right now as a nation, yes, uh, we're standing between the living and the dead. Yeah, and the church too, brother. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, 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 we're literally um, just yeah. like in, in the wilderness when the serpents began to bite the people and they started dying and God told, in the middle of them dying, God told yeah. Moses to make this brazen serpent sure. and lift it up and everyone that looked at it, they shall live. Now the poison is in them. This is the vaccine. Yeah. The poison is in them, but they had to see something yeah. to, to what? To get rid of the effects yep. of the venom. Yeah. And, and, and right now, 
I can't be ashamed of Jesus Christ. Because uh-huh. the people got to see something to get rid of the effects of this snake bite that has hit America. It's a snake bite. Yeah. It, no, it's, it, this, this is a vile stuff. The information is going to be coming out. There's not, it's not going to be no more conspiracy anymore right. because there's just too much coming out and there's too much proof. We just need the media. If they're not going to put it out, we need to put it out. We need to get it out. Amen. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's just that thing. When, when I heard that Jesus was should should would wear a, wear a mask and get <laughs> vaccinated by a minister of God, I thought this is just nuts. Enough is enough. Yeah, enough, enough. Go go go. You know, go serve Harry Krishna. Go serve uh, Buddha. Go serve uh, Mohammed because you're not really one of us. And it amazes me, Christians. Well, we shouldn't offend people. Come on, Jesus was the most offensive. Jesus came to offend people. 5,000 left, 3,000 left. But anyway, one day you and I are going to have a preach off. <laughs> Hallelujah. When, when you get up in the Senate, right? When you get up at the White House, me and you are going to have a preach off on the steps. Yeah. We're going to get everybody out there and we're just going to let them have it. Hallelujah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Right on the steps of the Supreme Court. Let's Amen. do it. Amen. Bless Brother, you. I love you. And you know we're going to do anything so we can to give you a hand, Leon. And thank and you, thank you, brother Michael. Let's, let's thank tell, you. It, tell it, tell one more time. How can people get in contact Again, with you? Again, Benjamin the number four Congress Benjamin four Congress Amen. We want to thank all of our listeners out there. This is a man of God. I mean, I've, you know, uh, Leon and I have, have stayed in contact and and just talked several times on the phone, and 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 a real brother uh, brotherly relationship has grown between us. I know this man of God, and I know what he says on that microphone. He's not going to do, you know, something else when he gets into office. We want to rally around him. We want to support him financially, and you know, with boots on the ground, we want to put our feet in and our hands into his ministry. Help him get there. This the Lord has given this brother. I'm telling you, He's given them the play book how to get this done and and it's irrelevant if they have machines and computers that will that will vote another way or still votes if we have boots on the ground they can't do it and so for all of us in our districts if we want to keep our country we need to step in we need to help bless you man of god i'm praying for you i'm praying for your family i want to thank you for coming on hallelujah and and hopefully Hallelujah. When you get famous in the White House, I'm going to come up with you. Amen. You, you're going to be there. You're going to be there. You know, I'm prophesying. You're going to be there. Hallelujah. And I'm going to be there with you. Amen. Amen. I receive it. Hallelujah. God bless you, all of you out there. And we will see you on the television, on the radio. Call us. Amen. Bless you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to vohradio.com. That's vohradio.com. Call the studio at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or you can send us an email at info at vohradio.com. Again, that's info at vohradio.com. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro.